Emily Elizabeth, and I'm the host of the What Fulfills You podcast, a show for and about individuals always seeking to be their best selves. On this show, we talk all about building the mindset, finding the right careers, creating meaningful relationships, and so much more. Welcome to the What Fulfills You podcast. Happy Wednesday and welcome back to the What Fulfills You podcast. My name is Emily and I am your host. And if you are new to the show, welcome and thanks for tuning in today. So typically, I like to start out with just something that I'm grateful for. And I just want to really quickly share how grateful I am for my best friends um, that I met in college specifically. And I share that because um, during quarantine, I've been living alone. And to be honest, I'm very surprised as to how well I have managed living alone. Like I would say certainly years ago, I would have felt so lonely and it would have had a lot of mental um, just depression and, and feeling of anxiety and all of the things that we all know can certainly happen when you live alone and you're by yourself and you're not having any human interaction face to face. So, um, you know, of course, I'm, I'm very surprised by my ability um, these the past two months, but I, I would have to say I attribute some of my um, sanity, I guess you could say, to a lot of my best friends and especially the ones that have been reaching out to me that I recognize are the people that I have met in college specifically um, at Chapman University and if you're new here you probably don't know this but I um, I actually transferred to this university back in the day when I was in college and I originally went to a school um, called UC Irvine so I just to backtrack really quick I remember at the time before I transferred I hesitated so much and I actually almost withdrew my application from Chapman mainly because I was so scared of the unknown. I was about to go into the school with zero friends Um, and you know when you're just in a bad year as well it just doesn't feel right but long story short best decision of my life Um, and it's just so amazing to look back now seeing how much I've grown over the years and I again attribute a lot of that growth and the positivity in my life because of those friends that have not only shown kindness and care and trustworthiness in college, but obviously post-grad as well. And all my friends actually live in different cities. So some live in New York, San Diego, um, Memphis, Tennessee. And it's just amazing to have these people be so mindful during their own busy and, you know, difficult time and reach out to me and checking in on me and not just once but multiple times so I just want to just kind of put it on the ether that I'm so grateful for having those friends and I actually wrote a blog post about it um, the other night I haven't published it yet and it won't be published by the time this episode comes out but it definitely will be um, this coming weekend so if you're kind of you know interested in seeing my personal thoughts and a note of gratitude I have towards these specific friends feel free to read it um, but yeah I just wanted to put that out there and you know, hopefully maybe inspire one of you guys as well to send a text message or just FaceTime a friend out of the blue. It doesn't matter if you haven't talked to them recently or if you have. Like, I don't want to be all, 
love you know just kind of emotional about it but I'm just saying I think it's such a vital time to take into consideration who we're so used to being surrounded by or who are the people that have made such a great impact on our lives and we should reach out and make sure we thank them for that and keep in touch with those people because you want those people in your life for a long time so just like a piece of gratitude there and you know just sharing what's on my mind lately also really quick too if you guys listened to last week's episode or just keep up with my instagram in general then you know i got lasik um almost two weeks ago so i got it on like friday may 1st and today is May 12th, Tuesday. And so it's been almost two weeks and I have been recovering very well from it. And um, I definitely won't dive into too many details because I don't know how many people really care about hearing the LASIK procedure. But for those of you who do, just want to let you guys know that I will be releasing a LASIK vlog and just YouTube video in general um, on my channel probably this coming weekend. So if you want to know what the process is like and want to kind of see you know, the behind the scenes. Um, I actually vlog when I wake up from my nap. I vlog like the day after, everything like that. So um, definitely check it out if you want. I'll put my YouTube channel link um, in the show notes. So moving on to today's guest, she is pretty unique. And I would say I wouldn't have initially thought of having her on the episode had her manager not reached out to me, but I'm so glad we got a chance to talk because she truly is mature for her age and I think she has a really great mentality about life and just like an overall outlook and I think she really applies it well in her personal life as well as in her career, which as you can probably tell by the title of this episode, she is a singer and songwriter. So a little bit about India Dupre. She is 17 years old and she has definitely been on the rise in pop music. So she also currently resides in Australia, but she goes back and forth between Los Angeles with no surprise because LA is very well known for music and you know just being a very well-connected network of artists and things like that but as you'll learn in this episode she is planning to move to LA permanently um, sometime next year so we'll definitely touch in on that and if you're curious as to what kind of music she creates I would say it's pretty much a strong mix of pop and kind of just like a cool vibey pop music but overall she is just a growing artist definitely one that understands who she is and what she's really after in this career trajectory and I'm just so happy to have a chance to connect with her and I think she again has a great mindset that a lot of us myself included can learn from her so I am so excited to introduce India Dupre. All right, India, thank you so much for being on the podcast today. I'm so excited to chat more with you all about your journey. You're such a unique person to be on my podcast. So thanks again for joining in. Thank you so much for having me. I'm really excited to talk about, you know, my life and my struggles and sort of how I've come to be where I am. So yeah, I'm really excited. Yay, this is awesome. Well, how about you share a little bit about yourself? I know you are an artist, a singer, um, so definitely share your journey and, and you know how you got onto this path. So I started singing at the age of 12 and I was sort of just bored 
you know, in school holidays or something and there was a community theatre show that I auditioned for and from there I started doing singing lessons. And the reason that music connected with me at such a young age is because it put into words a lot of feelings that I didn't know how to express otherwise and I could see that I was helping other people and healing other people through music. So that was sort of my drive and why I did it and how that started and how the whole magic of that came to be. So I am now managed in LA and I'm creating music and I'm doing what I love every day and I'm so thankful for it. I left school in grade 10 so that I could study music full time and now I'm planning on moving to LA next year. I'm 17 at the moment and I'm figuring out my sound but I'm super, super excited about how the world is going to see me now that I'm becoming a proper musician and I'm really, really excited. Wow, that is so exciting and I love that you mentioned that you notice how it impacted other people. Because I think that's, you know, for me especially, that's a big theme within this podcast. So that's why I was so excited to have you on. Um, What was kind of the driving factor for you to decide to move to LA this upcoming year? I think that being in Australia, it's really hard to build those important connections, you know, overseas and have all these big important like events and meetings and stuff like that. Like I wish I could be there because I feel like when when you meet me, I'm quite an impactful person, but it's just kind of hard, like just using technology. So I feel like for my career and myself, especially, I feel like making that move is going to just transform things on a completely different level. Wow. Yeah. I couldn't agree more. And I know in LA right now, it is such a, well, in general, it's a very um, big place for music, right? So I'm sure that's probably a big part of why you're driven to go there. I feel like LA for me, although it is, you know, very musical and very creative, I just find myself very inspired by the diversity of different people and how they all come together. I think that's why I why I've fallen in love with LA so much is that like I just get so passionate and so driven every time I'm there because I look around me and I'm just seeing everything that I want to achieve in my life like I'm seeing I'm so inspired by the area and I just want to I think yeah it's it's a beautiful place and it's very musical and very creative and I feel like that's just going to transform things completely so yeah Definitely. Wow. And are you planning to move by yourself or are you going to have any you know, relatives or family members come with you? What's your plan you know, in, in that upcoming year? Well, I, I have a couple of family members out there and a couple of family friends, but I think it would be important for me and my personal growth to make that step on my own. Like my family is amazing and they've been through me for every single step of the journey. But I feel like for me, like these years are very, very important and I sort of need to get as much done as I can. And if that means, you know, taking a big risk and jumping into it head first and just figuring things out as they go, you know, like I'm okay with that. I invite an adventure and I invite, you know, the unknown into my life because that's what's going to keep me inspired and on my feet and keep me working. So I'd probably make that move on my own. Definitely. Wow. That is honestly so crazy that you're able to do all of that 
on your own at 17, right? Is that kind of normal for people in Australia? Because I do kind of think people mature there a little bit sooner, but that might just be from what I know from my family relatives over there. But um, is that true? Well, I'm, I'm already quite a mature person, but I do agree that like a lot of people in Australia do grow up a bit faster because in Australia, like you're practically an adult when you hit 18, whether I think in America, like for drinking and for voting and whatever, it's when you hit 21, but in Australia, it's Mm -hmm. 18. So I feel like people prepare themselves for adulthood when they hit that age. And you know, if this wasn't my career, I'd probably, you know, wait a couple of years and figure things out. But it is such a cutthroat industry that I really need to give myself, you know, the best chance that I can. And that may be hard and that may be stressful, but, you know, like I I believe in this. So right. I'm, I'm willing to sacrifice that in hopes of making that happen. Good for you. Wow. I think that's amazing that you, you know, you can share that at such a young age and really go after your dreams with such conviction. I, I have so much respect for you in Thank that you area. Thank you so much. <laughs> Thank you. Um, I'm definitely curious as well. I know you're obviously very passionate about singing and, and making music, but what attracted you into this industry to take it as a career? Because I think for most people, anyone who wants to go into music, it's it's a lot of risk, I would say. Um, and, and a lot of, you know, like you said, it's very cutthroat. So why why this? Like, why not just keep it as a hobby or something you do on the side? Well, I think it's an interesting question because I've always sort of known, like, in my soul that no matter what happens in my life, like, my purpose in this world is to move people and to heal people through music. And so I feel like I've always just known. And in my mind, like, as crazy as this sounds – I can't even imagine myself doing anything else. Like I can't even fathom the idea of me, you know, doing a regular job and making my life work that way because I just believe so far like in my soul that I have a purpose that's bigger than that, that I can try and help as many people as possible. So I feel like it would obviously be a lot easier if I had, you know, a plan and I could sort of map out how my future would go. But in this industry, you really just can't because, you know, it can go from A to Z so fast. Like you never know what's going to happen. Like you never know what you're going to get thrown at you. And I like I like life that way. So mm-hmm. although it would be so much easier, less stressful, if I could have the normal like nine to five job and plan my life out that way, but it's just not me. Mm-hmm. Have you ever had anyone, um, I guess, like object to you doing something like this, like maybe any family members or anything like that? And, and if so, how do you react or, or take that within? I have been quite blessed with the fact that people around me, like my mom and the person who plays guitar for me, like I... I'm around people that believe in me and that's why I'm so thankful to be able and that's why I'm so driven as well because I know so many people, like I know so many people's families don't really see it as a real job. They don't really see it as a consistent job and, you know, with 
on that side of things, it's completely right. I mean, it's definitely a one in a million chance, but for me, like it's worth a try. And I'm very thankful that my family have seen it in that way. When I was talking about leaving the normal, like leaving school, because most people here in Australia, like you go to school and then you go to university and whatever, you know, like it's like the typical way that that goes. But, and my mum sort of follows that as well. But I think it took her to see my passion and how strongly I believed in it for her to be like, okay, and really start taking it on board. Because I think that obviously it's a big risk and it's scary for parents to think that their kid's throwing away, you know, their life. But I think she she saw what I had and she saw my passion and my drive and she allowed me to explore that and I'm very, very thankful for that. I haven't really had any family members object per se, but I'm very thankful that they all believe in me. I think that some people wish that I had a more consistent job because obviously like even with the virus right now, it's really hard to, you know, stay consistent when things are always changing. But yeah, for the, for the most part, I've had real positivity around me. And I think that that's what keeps me driven for sure. That is really amazing that you have a very supportive mother and, and family members as well that just really support your dream in that. So, you know, honestly, that's really good for you. And it really sounds like you are on track to be able to pursue that dream and and really go after it without hesitation. So I'm I'm happy to hear that for you. Thank you so much. I am um, I'm definitely very thankful. I feel like when a lot of people are younger, they have all of these dreams and high aspirations like I want to be an astronaut, I want to be a singer, I want to be a dancer, an actor, but a lot of people don't follow through with it because they just don't see it as possible. Like they feel like it's too far-fetched. They're not going to be able to reach it. But I'm just lucky that I looked past that and I was able to see, you know, a different side to things. So, yeah, I really, really appreciate that. Thank you. So how old were you when you started singing or when you started to discover your skills and passions for for this type of career? Well, I started singing at the age of 12 as opposed to most people that I know that are singers that started when they were super young. I don't know why my gift came to me so late, but you know, it did. And I, um, I've grown a lot since then. And I'm really, really thankful for like my music teacher and the people around me. But yeah, I started, I started quite late and it sort of came to me out of absolutely nowhere, but I'm glad that taking a chance on something new, like a theater show really showed me that like, Hey, this might be something. Mm -hmm. And was there ever a specific artist that really inspired you or really made you feel passionately connected with music? I feel like as I grow up, I connect to different songs and different melodies and lyrics as opposed to different people. But I don't really know if I've got anyone in particular. I I yeah, I'm not, I'm not really sure. I think I've, I've grown up like around music. My dad was an amazing musician. You know, he's, he's an amazing guitarist. So I do have music in my blood, but I think I was just connected to music as a whole and the way that it 
was so culturally inclusive. Like music can speak to anybody, any race, any gender, any age. Like it's so universal. And I think that I just felt that. I just felt that so young. And would you say, um, you know, have have you seen any pros and cons with being in the music industry? Like what are some of the ups and downs that people outside of the music industry wouldn't really know or maybe experience, you know, specifically as a, a singer and songwriter? Well, there are a lot of little things that a lot of people don't really take into consideration. Well, not even take into consideration, just don't even notice. Like a lot of people do see it as, oh, you just wake up, like you sing a couple songs and then that's your life. But like there's hours and hours of driving to different gigs and then busking and making money so that you can buy equipment and then getting, you know, a vehicle to transport the equipment. And then like, there are just so many small factors, like people work so, so, so hard, like in so many different things. And I feel like people know that they work hard, but they have more of a materialistic view on the music industry as a whole. But these people are doing what they're doing for a reason because they have influence over people. They can connect with different people. But there's there's definitely been, like, pros and cons. Um, I wish that – I mean, obviously there's a lot of pressure on people in the music industry to keep things consistent, to keep content coming and all these different things. And it gets really hard and tiring, especially when it's something like music because it's so personal and it's so connected to you as a whole and you as a being that it gets hard to stay motivated and inspired all the time because sometimes you're having down days and, you know, it's when it's something so personal and something so special to you, like your voice and music, like sometimes it's hard to give it give it everything you can. It does get tiring, but it's also extremely rewarding when you see how it impacts other people and you see how you've, you know, brought someone out of whatever they're going through. Like I've definitely been saved by music so many times and I know so many people who have, like even just going on a morning walk with music, like it transforms the whole experience. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I couldn't agree more. And I actually am very, very, aligned with music I I love music and um I love especially kind of like house music and electric music but um you know I've always loved music in general I played piano for about 10 years so wow um, yeah so I've always been very into music and I love singing just for fun obviously would never do you know could not ever do something (laughs) like me too but um I'm definitely curious as well what is or what are some of the I guess, lower points you have faced during your time as a singer? What are some of those um, behind the scenes that people don't really know about within this career? Well, for starters, I got bullied in primary school for singing. Um, I had a proud mum who liked to post videos, (laughs) you know, on Facebook and YouTube and obviously just because she was proud of me, but you know, when, when you're in primary school and, like, the early years of high school, I mean, singing isn't, like, a normal hobby. Um, so kids definitely, like, would poke fun of me and make fun of me for that. So I was actually really, really embarrassed about that side of myself for many years. Actually, only recently I got out of my shell with that whole thing. And just realising, like, how, how much work it is, I feel like I've been working 
for this dream since I was 12. You know what I mean? Like I was working on the weekends instead of, you know, out doing 12-year-old stuff. Like I was doing gigs. I was, Mm -hmm. you know, going to these different foundation events and like I was doing all these things. And at the time I didn't understand why that was, you know, so important. But now looking back, like I'm really thankful that I spent my time working towards my future, even back then when I was 12 years old. So I feel like, there's definitely hard parts. Like like I mentioned before, it's very draining when you put all of yourself and all of your soul into something because you have those days where you feel like, okay, what if I've done everything for, no- for nothing? You know, what if my family works hard every day just to support this dream and then nothing comes from it? What about all these people that believe in me? Are they going to mm-hmm. be let down? I, like, I feel I feel like there's there's a lot of there's a lot of doubt because of how hard this industry is and there's a lot of blood, sweat and tears that goes into it. And like getting up early for those meetings and flying to different places, like it's it can be really hard, but like I said before, it's it's all worth it when you get to, you know, change people's lives and you get to really impact people and make them feel something. So although there are you know, hard parts. There are also a lot of good ones that keep it all worth it for sure. Yeah. You know, it's funny because I feel like it always seems to be the really unique people that get bullied and picked on, you know, when at a young age, would you kind of agree to that? I don't know from your experience. Um, at least I, I can kind of speak from that in my own experience as well as kind of seeing, um, you know, other musicians grow up talking about not having the best childhood or, you know, in, in kind of elementary and middle school, I think, is that equivalent to primary school for you? Uh, Yeah, it is. And I think that, I think that you've definitely hit the nail on the head there because like, if you look at interviews, like, like you said just before of artists, when they were in primary school, they said that they never felt like they fit in with people and they never felt like, like they always felt different and they weren't always included But the thing is, the thing that gets me is that when you're unique and like kids make fun of you for it, but then when they get older, those people are trying their best to be different and they're trying to be unique. So it's, it's, Mm -hmm. it's weird. Like the kids that have, that are just naturally unique got picked on in school. But then once they get older, people embrace that uniqueness about them and they want to be unique and they don't want to be like everyone else anymore. But I guess it just takes like maturity to understand that level of things. Like primary school kids, they're obviously going to be kids, but I feel like that's definitely a common common denominator that a lot of these artists didn't have, you know, the best childhood. They didn't have the best support system, but that was something that drove them into trying even harder and drove them into embracing themselves even more, which I think is amazing. I could not agree more with everything you said as well. Like I, I've seen the same thing, especially over here in America. I feel like when they get into their 20s and they're seeing people do really well, it's like typically the people that didn't get noticed when they were younger or just always had it a little bit more rough. But I think that's kind of what builds people. It's like having grit along the way. It's like having thick skin to stick it through and it, it makes you like want to work harder and, and it makes you want to, you know, be tougher for yourself and, and makes you want success and, and fulfillment for yourself. I, I, I don't know if that is kind of how you feel as well, but at least that's kind of how 
I have felt in my personal experience as well. Yeah, that, that's amazing. I um, I definitely agree with you and I definitely see where you're coming from 100%. How would you say, you know, you for the low points and the bullying and the the not so pretty picture stuff for for you, how do you deal with that person? Like, what's your advice on dealing with negativity or dealing just with with what other normal people oftentimes deal with too, is just not feeling confident or not feeling, um, you know, their best and getting picked on. Like what's your advice for dealing with that? I think that the first thing to state is that people that go out of their way to bring other people down, like are lacking something that you have. And I think that that's something to remember because somebody who is happy with themselves is going somewhere like they have a dream and they're passionate, like they're not going to be focusing on bringing other people down. Like that's just not what they're going to be doing. Someone who's happy with themselves and their life isn't going to be spending their time bringing other people down. So hurt people hurt people. And I think that, you know, if you're getting picked on by someone, you need to sympathize with them that, you know, maybe they didn't have as much love as they should have. And that's why they are the way they are. But at the end of the day, like you need to be your own best friend and you need to be your own biggest supporter and be with yourself at the end of the day at the front line in every concert because you you need that support system within yourself and it's it's hard to get there. I mean, I, I only got there recently and I'm still not all the way there yet, but it's, it's, it is hard, but you need to look at yourself in the mirror and like know who you are so that these words – you know, don't affect you and these people don't get to you as much. It's so hard to get a thick skin and I know that because I've been there, but it's it's really, really important. It's really important yeah. to back yourself up and to know who you are so that you don't let these things affect you as much. I couldn't agree more as well on that, just having thick skin and being able to, you know, just stand up for yourself and understand and almost like, you know, feel sorry for people that do have the time to bring you down, right? It's like, you know, out of all the time we have in the world, why would we want to spend it bringing other people down when we could be just focused on ourselves and focus on doing better for for us and for other people, right? Of course, I, I completely understand. And that that's the way that I've sort of been raised to think is like, if people are so like upset with their life that their way of coping with that is bringing other people down, then like maybe go see if they need help, like ask them if they're okay, try and, you know, be a friend to them because at the end of the day, like that could stop them from harassing you and you're also bringing that power back to yourself and not letting people take your energy. But something that I also think um, touching on my point before is that if you go through all of these things and you're not happy with how you're being treated, like even if it's at school, in the workplace, like all these different places, the way that I like to think is that if you go out of a situation and you haven't learned something, that's the only time that you've wasted time. Like I feel like no no time is wasted if you learn something. So if you if you go through all of these horrible things and because of that, you're a stronger person. Because of that, you know, you're more self-assured and you're stronger, then you can always turn that sort of thing into a positive. 
Yeah, I love your mentality about that too, the way you frame things in your mind. And I honestly, you know, not just saying this, but truly believe it that like with that mindset that you have already, it's going to play out so well for you in the music industry and and just in life in general. Because I think so many people kind of lack that mindset or that way of framing things in the way they think about certain situations. Thank you so much. I, I really I really appreciate that because it's it's taken a while to get there. Like I was definitely an overthinker. I I had the thinnest skin possible. I was, you know, cut about a lot of different things, but um it definitely took for me to take my independence back and to work hard for myself that now I can look back and I know who I am. I know what I stand for and I'm confident in that. And I'm really, really thankful that I've gotten there because I've definitely been, you know, that one person that didn't get picked for this, well, the game, like I'm the last one standing. Like mm-hmm. I've definitely been that person that didn't have the most friends in the world because I always felt like I was different from everybody else. And now I'm embracing that. Mm -hmm. and sharing my energy with as many people as possible and through that like sharing who I really am and speaking my mind I have met some amazing people and I'm really really thankful for that I definitely want to talk a little bit more about your music now tell me what what how you would describe your style what's your music taste your style and just take me through the whole process of what it's like behind the scenes because I've always been personally curious too but just like you know, in the producing a song and like releasing one, like how how do you go about that? Of course. So my personal style, I listen to a whole bunch of different stuff. Like you, if you go on my Spotify, I've got like, oh, here's an opera song. Here's a country song. Here's a pop song. Here's an EDM track. Like I, I connect with music of so many different kinds. And I feel like what's really, really amazing about the music that's coming out today like right now is that a lot of artists aren't confining themselves to a specific genre anymore. Like Halsey just came out with an album where there was country influences, rock, like people are sort of blending different, different genres together. And I think that that's so amazing that, you know, you don't have to be a specific, like you don't have to be in a specific lane anymore. You can experiment with a whole bunch of different things And so I think that my personal style is just like, yeah, I I don't really know. I I don't really know. You've you've actually got me speechless because I've got no idea. I just, I just know when something connects with me, I guess. I love writing lyrics and I love writing melodies. And so those sort of things are most important to me. And typically when you're going into a session to write a song, you would go see a producer and you'd sit in a room and you'd, if it's a writing session as well, you just both like you see how the energy is feeling that day and then you go from there and and you write and you probably play a couple notes on the piano or guitar and you just sort of feel things out and see what sticks. You know what I mean? So Mm -hmm. a lot of the time it's a beautiful process like with songs coming together. There's always like a hundred ways a song could go before they narrow it down to one. And it's such a beautiful experience being in there and creating magic with another person. Like going in the studio and you record the vocals and you feel the energy and then you sit back and, and you watch you watch how the producer turns it into like magic. Because 
like that's something I definitely want to get better into like producing my own stuff because I have so many ideas that I want to put into words but I just don't know how to do that yet so I think that's what I'm going to start studying but yeah it's it's a lot of going in the studio or even like when you're just at home and you're having like a sad night or you're having like a great day like and you just write I feel like for a lot of people they bottle up a lot of emotion and a lot of feelings and they don't really know how to express it for me it's just like drawing or just like writing words out even if they don't make sense you know you can come back to them like a week later and be like hey these are some exact emotions that like I forgot that I had these are some exact emotions that I was feeling at the time that so many people can relate to so yeah it's it's a lot of just writing whenever you're inspired and then making that happen in the studio and then once you know the songs are created then you decide from there when you want to release it if you want to do a music video like all all those all those fun things but creating you know your baby your child your magic with another person you know that's sort of that's sort of the first and most important step definitely and like have, having that connection and energy with you know, the people that you're working with definitely helps. Yeah. So how long does it usually take to write a song, like write and produce a song like before it's released, like on average, I know I'm sure it probably varies per song. And if someone, you know, changes their mind on the style of like, you know, I'm, I'm sure there's so much things that go into it, but on average, like how long does it take before a song gets released? It's weird because sometimes like you can write a song in five minutes and you can be like, that's it. But sometimes you'll be in a studio for hours and hours just trying to think of one rhyming word, (laughs) you know, like sometimes it just happens so fast and it just comes naturally. But other times you really, really have to work for it. But once, once you've gotten, you know, the lyrics down and the melody, you know, rough and you record it into a microphone then the producer will go and make a demo for you, which is like an idea. So a demo is like it's got your vocals, it's got the music on it, it's sort of like a rough idea of what the song is going to finally sound like. And so then you have a whole library of different songs and then if you're thinking of releasing one, then you go and get it properly produced, which is where they add all of the flavour and everything to it. And then after that, that's when you release it. So that's sort of the typical process that I've been introduced to. But for other people, it might be different. But I think that's how it's usually done. Yeah, that is such a unique process. Because I think, you know, since all of us in the world, we listen to music one way or another. I, For me personally, I'm always like, I wonder what goes into that one song or that album. And, you know, it's like so much work, but we like, for all I know, like the song probably was written or created a year ago, you know? <laughs> yeah, definitely. I mean, some artists like Billie Eilish, like when she was walking around in Australia, she heard like our traffic light noises and, you know, she recorded it on her phone and now that's in one of her songs. Like a lot of artists have so many hidden hidden gems in their music that the typical listener doesn't really pick up on but I think that that's why that's why music is so special it's that it people can take lyrics in so many different ways and it can mean so many different things and it's it means different to everyone like I'm sure whenever you've listened to a song like you had a specific person pop up pop up in mind you know it it happens with everyone and so that's yeah music's definitely has different ways of moving people but you're right in a sense that like 
sometimes you listen to music and you're like, I wonder how how they did that. Mm-hmm. I wonder how they made that happen. I definitely, yeah, I feel the same way because sometimes music's just like so beautiful and you just wish like you could have been there in that process to see how that came to life. Yeah. For your song, um, I listened to it actually, um, Know Me, that song. How long did that take or what, 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 what's kind of like the backstory for that song? So that was the first song I, I ever wrote and I wrote that song a couple of years ago and on my first trip to LA and I, I wrote the song with The Wavies who was a duo producer group in LA and it was just such a fun song, you know, like I, I had so much fun creating it. We went in there and they showed me a couple of beats and, I, you know, that was the one that I picked and we sort of started playing around with melodies and lyrics and sort of saw what we all, what fit with us all. And, you know, like I'm, yeah, it was so much fun to create that song. That was the first song you know, I did that was like upbeat and happy because I I sing a lot of like sadder, darker stuff. So it was really exciting for me to like expand my vocabulary in terms of music. And Mm -hmm. then I released it um, last year with a music video. And yeah, I, I I got a really, really positive response from it. So it just made me more inspired to release more because a lot of the people that, you know, were bullying me in primary school were the people that were congratulating me for doing something different. <laughs> it's always those people. I, I swear it has always happened to me as well. It's just the funniest thing. Like for me, I've experienced a lot of bullying when I was younger, you know, cause I was a competitive figure skater growing up. I just, just like you, I would just always did something very different. Yeah. That, that, that's very, very different. I'm sure. That, <laughs> but like, that's amazing though. And I feel like once you grow up, people are going to be like, that was really, really cool that like you did that instead mm-hmm. of just like the normal thing, right? Exactly. And I, I just always laugh when I see the same people that bullied me or just picked on me or didn't include me or always the ones that are reaching out and saying, hey, happy birthday this year or like, how's it going? Like, I see you're living in California. Your life looks so good. And it's just so funny because I'm it's like, funny. I, <laughs> <laughs> I remember you weren't that supportive of me in middle school. So I what definitely day? know what that feels like. That's hilarious. <laughs> yeah, that is so funny that you have experienced that too. But, um, you know, I definitely want to ask as well. I hear you have a song coming out on May 15th. Um, can you share a little sneak peek as to what it's about or anything that you want to share to kind of like tease the audience with? Cause is this your second official song? This is my second official song and mm-hmm. it is by far the favorite song I've, mm-hmm. I've written. Like this is my baby. This is my soul in this song and I'm so excited to release it. I feel like my first single was, you know, me a couple years ago and now I'm ready to show people like who I am today and I'm ready to show people like my growth as a person and I'm ready to show people how confident I am in myself and in my music. So I'm so excited. It's a darker song. It's a darker pop song. It's not like, it's it's not a sad song at all. If anything, it's sort of me taking my power back in a relationship. I feel like I was in a relationship to where it was just very toxic and draining my energy and mm-hmm. now 
you know, it's sort of taking that power back and being like, look, I became a butterfly out of all this tox- toxicity, you know. I was in such a toxic environment but I came out beautiful on the other side and that's sort of the message that I want to portray to people and I want to spread. So that's that's sort of the message behind my new song and I, I love it. I'm so excited for people to hear it and to connect with it and relate to it and jam out. I'm really, really pumped about it. It's called mm-hmm. How. Oh, wow. I am so excited to hear it. And I'm sure definitely some people listening to this podcast will definitely check it out as well. Um, I definitely am curious as well, being at the age of 17, some, you know, I I'd consider that pretty young. <laughs> um, what's your perspective on life so far? I can tell that you're super mature. You definitely have a very big vision for yourself. And I think we have a lot of commonalities in what we've been through in our childhood and kind of just dealing with being an outlier and dealing with just being unique for ourselves. So what's your perspective on life right now, kind of where you stand at this age? I, I'm very open to learning and to experiencing life, whether that be negative or positive things, because I'm just really excited to grow. I'm at a point in life where I want to learn and I want to see how different things work and I want to see how different people interact and like I just I want to learn I want to know more I want to go and experience life so being stuck at home especially right now like all I want to do is go out and live and all I want to do is go out and explore the world and navigate for myself that's sort of what what I'm waiting for I'm just sort of preparing myself for starting my life and really just experiencing it to the you know the most fulfilled place I can I just want to experience it and I just want to you know be full I want to be full with love I want to be full with experience like I don't want to look back on my life and wish that I had tried hard I don't want to look back on my life and wish that you know I didn't give myself a fair go so I'm I'm welcoming you know, anger and I'm welcoming problems and, you know, the inevitable in open arms. I'm welcoming all of the negative that's going to come with my career and I'm welcoming all the positive and I'm excited to experience life and to grow. I mean, I, I'm only, I only just turned 17 a month ago. Like, Oh wow. I'm, I'm, I'm still super young and I, like, I, I definitely have a, a long way to go but I'm glad that I can at least you know see myself as I am now and then I can grow from there and see where I end up definitely I think that is such a wow like it's such a mature perspective on life for someone your age so I give you so much props for that because I think like I said earlier it's going to take you so far in life out even outside of music just the way you look at things and the way you find fulfillment in life is just obviously like you mentioned having full of love and and having just like fullness and and feeling enriched in different areas of life so I think that's such a great way to go about it yeah thank you again I, I appreciate I appreciate that I I definitely like to think of myself as a mature person and someone who is willing to grow and willing to make mistakes and to move on. So I, I appreciate you seeing that in me because um, yeah. it's definitely 
something that I try and share with people as much as I can. I was kind of embarrassed about this side of myself for a very long time. So I appreciate you seeing that and applauding (laughs) it. This is so awesome. Just kind of hearing you blossom because I'm sure years from now, like when we all look back on this podcast and by then you'll probably have released maybe even an album, like it'll be super cool to hear like this is what this was your beginning, you know, before you moved to LA. <laughs> yeah, I'm excited. I'm really excited. <laughs> yeah. So last couple questions. Um, the first one being more music related, but who is your dream artist or producer or whatever you guys call it in the music industry to collaborate with? Um, I would love to collaborate with Romans, who is a producer. He has produced some of my favorite songs. Um, and he yeah, he's he's amazing. So he's like my dream producer. As a writer, I, w- I would love to work with Julia Michaels or someone oh, like she Jay. Did. She's she's just a beautiful writer and singer songwriter, and she's you know she's she's amazing. So I would love to work with her in a songwriting you know way. Or JP Sachs, he's incredible as well. And mm-hmm. like as an actual artist, I'd love to collaborate with Louis Capaldi for sure. I think he's Ooh. beautiful. Those are so good. I honestly, for some reason, could definitely imagine your vocals being on like a, like a house music track. Like I don't know, like Kygo even. Yeah, I've um, I've, I've had a couple. I've had a couple um, EDM people reach out to me to do some really? to do some house music, but I've I haven't tried it yet. It's something I definitely you know want to try <laughs> and because I you know that that music hits so hard for me, and I just mm-hmm. yeah. I want to give it a go. I reckon it'd be a lot of fun. Oh my gosh. I, I can't wait. I, I'm so certain you will be on a track one day that I, I'll be listening to in the club and I'm going to be like, <laughs> I am here for my podcast. This is oh, that's amazing. <laughs> like hundred percent could see you collaborating with like Kygo. I'm sure you've heard of him. Yeah, of um, course. Of course. <laughs> I could just totally hear your voice on that or like Alesso or Cascade, like one of those EDM artists like they always have beautiful vocals on their track and I'm just so amazed with like the process that yeah, they all definitely beautiful <laughs> vocals on those tracks for sure so exciting I, I literally can't wait for that day <laughs> oh god me I too it. I can't wait for that day <laughs> um two more questions uh one of them is what fulfills you in life like is it like relationships is it um music is it like what's like that core thing that brings you long lasting happiness um i you know a simple answer would be music but going further than that the reason that i do music is for other people what brings mm-hmm. me joy and what brings me happiness and fulfillment is bringing other people up and helping people in whatever way I can. I mean, I'm somebody that people like to go to like for advice. Well, I would like to think so. And so fulfillment for me is knowing that I have done the best that I can to bring the people around me up and I've done the best that I can to share what I can with the world, whether that be, you know, my knowledge or my music or my voice or, you know, I am... I think it's also important with a charity that I'm a part of, it's really important for me to give back just to people in general and to my community and to try and 
push love. Like that's sort of what my purpose is to just try and spread love in whatever way I can. I have such a big heart and I have got so much to give. Like I've got so much more to give than the normal person. Like my heart is just so, so, so full. So I think Mm -hmm. that that's, I mean, that's, that's my why. That's why I'm here. That's why I do what I do every day. It's why I wake up. And I think that's what fulfills me the most knowing that I've done all that I can to help people. You and I are truly very similar. Um, It's so, it's so funny. I I wish like you, I wish I knew like the personality test, like if we ever like both took one, like compare it. (laughs) It would be be probably quite similar because we've, we've got quite a similar mindset. I feel like Like, from two different walks of life, you know, it's crazy that people can connect on a deeper level over mm-hmm. so many different things for sure yeah I think definitely just that underlying theme of both of us um just being our own person at such a young age and then doing different things growing up that our friends um you know wouldn't have done in primary school like you said so I think um just having that grit to kind of walk the path by ourselves but to also want to help others it's not about us it's about actually impacting other people and making meaningful impacts. So I think that's amazing that you have that as your fulfillment. Definitely. And yeah, I think it's amazing that I get to connect with people, especially like in this time where we're all stuck at home. I feel like this is such a unique opportunity for us to connect with people in this way and talk to people that you wouldn't, you know, usually like stumble across, but then like connect with people on a deeper level over something beautiful like what I think Mm -hmm. is beautiful is that you know you did something so unique at such a young age and you know you you kept doing it and I think that that's really really beautiful that you did something different and that you're your own person and that you express that and that you're open and happy with that like I think that that's really beautiful and inspiring especially to me Oh, thank you. I appreciate it. One last question. And that is, what is the best advice you've been given that you would share with the rest of the world? Um, It's super simple, but I refer to it all the time. I think everything happens for a reason is 100% what keeps me going. Because that that helps you when you're having the toughest days when you're going through the most painful thing you can imagine. Like you just have to remember like right now you don't understand why this is what you're going through. You don't understand why this is your life and why you're going through this particular thing, but you're going to look back one day and you're going to see how it made you grow and how it helped you learn and how you're the person that you are because of it. So I think everything happens for a reason is something that I always try and share so that people like even when something super horrible is going on they can at least think okay I don't know why this is happening this sucks but I know that there's a reason for it and I know that this is what's meant to happen for a reason so yeah I love that and I and I really do resonate with that as well I think especially right now with uh, COVID-19 and you know, all of us for the first time, like, or maybe just 
one of the few times in life that we're all wherever you are in the world, we're all in the same boat right now. So um, I, I couldn't agree more just having that mentality of really understanding that everything does have a reason for it. It's just a matter of just sticking it through. And later on, we'll kind of be able to reflect back and see what that reason was. Of course, I 100% agree. Yeah. So how about you share about your social media, where everyone can find you, whether you have a YouTube, SoundCloud, all of your good stuff. People need to hear more about you. <laughs> Thank you. I, um, I'm on all social medias and my song will be released on all streaming platforms. So whatever you've got at home, like you'll be able to find it if you just look up my name. I've got, you know, Instagram, Facebook. I'm trying to understand Twitter. I'm getting there. <laughs> You know, we've got TikTok, YouTube, everything like that. I'm getting better. But, yeah, follow me on, on all those platforms. And, yeah, check me out and see see what I'm doing. Yeah, and I'll definitely link your Instagram, your YouTube, all of that in the show notes as well so people can just easily access it if they don't want to go out of their way and just search you up. <laughs> of course, 100%. I appreciate that. Thank you. Well, thank you so much for being on today. It was so awesome chatting with you. And honestly, I really hope and I, I do see us like crossing paths one day, you know, me being in California and it seems like you're moving over here soon. So hopefully we'll be able to link up in person one day and I can hear more about your success along the way. I would love that. Thank you so much. <laughs> thank you. And that was today's episode with India Dupre. I hope you guys enjoyed this conversation. I think it was just, again, really unique and she brought in a very different perspective for such a young age. So I know some of you guys are also her age as well and maybe you're not pursuing music per se, but I think it's still very um, just unique and eye-opening to hear someone else's perspective in a different industry, but still be able to apply their philosophy or their mindset into your own career or path. So um, that is primarily why I was so happy to have her on. And again, I think she's definitely got a great path ahead of her. Definitely give her music a listen. I think her voice is really beautiful. And I know her new track is coming out in two days if you're listening to this on Wednesday when this episode is out. So um, yeah, hope you guys definitely liked it. And I also want to uh, mention as well, I know my audio for some reason on my end, not hers, um, it was a little wacky at points and it had kind of like a, I don't want to say echo, but like had this ambiance to it and it usually doesn't so not sure why that was the case but it definitely bothered me a little bit so I apologize if it bothered you guys as well but just wanted to put that out there um, and then also one last thing before you guys leave if you haven't checked out my ebook yet I would love if you guys can it's available on my blog at emilyelizabeth.blog and this ebook is essentially all about just career success and a holistic guide and approach to approaching your future career, your job applications, customizing your resume, your cover letter, all of that good stuff. So I share more about it on my blog. If you guys want to check it out, the link will be in the show notes or you can just head to my Instagram as well and it'll be in my bio as well. And thank you guys so much for supporting this podcast and for continuing to listen every week. I appreciate it so much and it means a lot to me. So thank you again and I will catch you guys in the next episode. Bye.